Jennifer Levy, and you're listening to the Scout Archives. We are introducing today a new segment on the Scout Archives called Cultural Zeitgeist Experts, where I speak to some of my friends and colleagues about an impactful piece of art and culture. They may not have been directly a part of it, but that doesn't mean they don't have something to say about it. Today's expert, favorite guest on the podcast, actor, fashion encyclopedia, creator of the SATC Breakdown Instagram page, and best friend, Max Weinstein. The cultural zeitgeist moment, the hit HBO television series, Sex and the City. Which girl are you? Who are you? Um, I'm a... (laughs) I always joke, but mean it, that I'm a Carrie in the street, Samantha in the sheets. That's a very good combination to be. I just think... I'm not saying that, like... I'm not being, like, that girl who's, like, boring and has a boyfriend and is like, I'm a Samantha. Like, I just think it actually makes sense. No, I don't think I... Yeah, no. Def, there's no judgment zone of that Yeah, kind of that thing. was me. We I know, said that. No, we know the tropes of those kind of people who, who do say those kind of things. Right, just, right. Yeah, we get it. Right. But this is different. You're the expert. And also, I believe you and I know you and I know that's accurate, so... Yeah, it's accurate. <laughs> like, I... I have the... Um, open-mindedness and the freedom in my sexuality of Samantha Mm -hmm. and I have the love for art culture this city experiencing this city the joy of putting on an outfit and walking down the street like in that way in that way I'm a carry and I really do actually fundamentally identify with those joys that she has I feel like our simple pleasures are very similar Mm -hmm. mine and Carrie's yeah I understand so yeah I think I'm Miranda. <laughs> I mean, I just am. I think that I have a bit of Carrie because I agree with you and I feel you the same. Have a, yeah, you have, yeah. In that way, I do feel like I, like, have the culture part of Carrie that needs those things about New York and, and stuff like that. And and I also would definitely go for more of an Aiden than a Steve. Um mm. But I'm a Miranda, for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I think I am. Yeah, no. When I'm like, why are you waking up at 7 o'clock by choice? Yeah, to have therapy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which of Carrie's <laughs> men are your favorite, aside from Aiden and Big? I know that you chose, ep- your favorite episodes are with, like, Patrick, Casey, and Vaughn, but does that correlate to, like, those are your favorite men that she was dating? Or, and really, um, this can be a broader thing. Like, it can be, in, to you know, it doesn't have to be just Carrie. I'm going to say, well, I'm going to say I don't like this guy at all, but I love, so Power Lad, season three. Is he the one that was the, He's the um, comic. comic book? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't like him at all. He was, they would never actually date, but like, what a fun episode that we got out of her dating this comic book writer who smokes a bunch of weed and lives with his parents in a gorgeous building. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't like him, but I love who he is because he gave us a great episode. Got it. <laughs> um, okay. I love... I'm trying to think what else. I'm trying to think of, like, random Samantha men that I loved. I loved... I loved Big Dick Guy. Yeah, love Big Dick Guy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Picking so, her up outside of the Prada store. Yeah, love him. Um, and I love... I, mean, um, I love Smith Jared, too. 
Smith, yeah. Yeah, we love Smith. I don't, Smith does, I mean, I love Smith. Like, love Smith. He's like so, he's one, he's hot and he's so kind and he's so amazing for her. I don't have like a, Smith isn't like my type, so I wouldn't, like, love Smith. But like, Smith feels very distant from me. Yeah, I can understand that. I, it feels um, distant from me too, but I still like to look at him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I love Von, I love Carrie dating an intellectual Jew on the Upper West Side. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, Got a shout out. I mean, Bon Jovi. Hello. Yeah. That's a great episode. That is a great episode. Is that the games people play? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's that's a great episode. When she goes to the therapist and she dates the guy who is going to the same therapist as she is. Yes. Um, That was the first episode I ever broke down just like for fun on my Insta story. Oh. Yeah. Was the games people play. That's was a great how episode. It all, she looks great yeah. in that episode, too. Yeah, she does. Mm-hmm. The hair is not my favorite, actually. It's a little bit, it's layered kind of weird, but it's it's good. Wait, mm-hmm. what am I? Yeah, it's too, um, her hair in that episode is not my favorite just because it looks like she put curlers in it and then it ha- wave was wavy versus like a natural wave. Mm-hmm. But overall, she does look very good. Yeah, I like her outfit, her red dress when she's seeing him. Yeah, um, oh, and that's one of my all-time fa- voiceover moments is when she's like, I got there a little early to brush up on my reading. Yes. So, good. so, so tongue-in-cheek good. and self-aware and good. Like, they, I think the voiceover writing, too, in the show is so clever. It is very well done. It's yeah. really well done voiceover writing. Yeah. It gives you everything that you need to know, but you don't... Um, it's not like in a Meredith Grey way where you like can zone out. You don't have to pay attention to it at all. You still have to yeah. pay attention, but it just moves the. It just moves. It's it's very good. It moves, and it's also um, it's not like an um, it's not an um, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I'm, it's been a long day. Um, it's not like an omnipotent. It's scary. Yeah. So yeah. she's an imperfect. Un, she's an unreliable narrator. So I love having an unreliable narrator. Mm-hmm. Like. I, when she lies to you in that moment and you know she's lying to you, but it's like tongue in cheek and cute. Like that's really making the most out of the device of a voiceover. That's so true. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who else? I, I, I listen, I was a fan of angry lawyer dude. Um, (laughs) Oh yeah. That surprised me so much that you liked him. I loved him. I don't know why. I just, I really liked, I just, I, I just liked, Miranda dealing with a really angry dude. I don't know why. I just felt like she yeah. could take him. I felt like he was so extra and she was just like, it's fine. He's just like worried about getting partner and like whatever. Well, it's funny to see someone who makes her, right, we're not used to seeing Miranda be like, I gotta wipe down the glass for him. Like being nervous for a... Yeah. 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 I just, she brought I don't out know. like a different side to him. I did like that. I don't, yeah, I don't think, listen, even though I am a Miranda, I didn't like any of Miranda's men, really. I wasn't wasn't into Marathon Man. I wasn't into mm. the Weight Watchers guy. But I am yes, Miranda. No. Like, I would. But like, we love you know Steve. I mean? Oh, of course. We love Steve. We love Steve. But um, her He's other so men cute. are just like, they're Great not. Great biceps, too. Oh, yeah. No, listen, Steve is like a looker. He's really cute, and I really do like him, and I like that he's always, he, like, speaks in, like, a semi-baby voice. I don't know. Um, That's so, yeah, he's so lovable. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, and I wasn't even a fan of Robert, either. No, Robert, I mean, Robert was, like, nice. Like, I was happy for her. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because, like, she really liked Robert, and... 
I was happy for her that like it worked out and she was able to go do that. But, um, but yeah, I can't say I like loved Robert either. Yeah. And I think for, um, Charlotte, we haven't really talked about Charlotte that much. I think Charlotte, I mean, obviously my favorite is Harry. Like stand out to me as much. I think well, because she was also with Trey for such a long time. She was with Trey for a long time, and I mean, I think the most memorable one is. Wait, I have a question. Is mm-hmm. is if ands or buts? Is that the one where they go to the restaurant and um, the tongue? The, the uh, Charlotte deals with the guy who's like raping her face because he's like licking her face. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's if ands or buts. Okay, yeah. That's my favorite. Right, I love that. Then that's the one. That's the one when Samantha dates the black guy, and his sister doesn't approve. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think I, I was also thinking. You know what? Either. You know what Charlotte moment I hate. You know, just because I'm like, oh no, like I always know it's coming, and I hate when she double books. The worst. And when you that guy's frankly he's not that cute, but they have a good time. But when you see him leaving and she with the other guy and he's like yeah I was dropping off some soup for your cold I'm like oh no Charlotte you didn't mean it I know 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 we feel it's for hard her to watch. it's just it, it yeah, is hard I to really, watch because we know how much yeah she's I a good person she just really wants to feel be married for her in that moment yeah yeah and I do <laughs> and then when Samantha <laughs> Wesley when Samantha Sleeps with Charlotte's brother of one episode, Wesley. Oh my god! Getting a divorce from his yeah, wife, the muffins. Leslie. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, right. Brings her muffins after calling her a whore or whatever she mm-hmm, says. Mm-hmm. Is your vagina in the New York City Guidebook? Because it should be. It's always open. <laughs> Excuse me, but I have another tour coming through my vagina at eleven o'clock. <laughs> in ten minutes. <laughs> Um, so good. It's so good. That was that was a horrible thing I said. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> She's so good. Actually, really, you reminded me that I really love the dynamic between Charlotte and uh, Samantha. That we don't really yes. get to see that often, but I really we do don't like get it. to see it a lot. But it is really interesting, right? Because they're the most diametrically opposed. Mm-hmm. So they brush up each other against the most. They disagree with each other the most. I mean, there are they have moments when you're like, do you even like each other? Do you even want to be friends? Yeah, totally. So, so it's nice. Yeah, their their moments together are really interesting, and that's why I like when they have those kind moments because the default always kind of seems to be friction between yeah. the two of them. So I really like when when you get to see the other side of it. Totally. Because what it is is the moments when you when the two of them are getting along and it's just one on one, it feels more real, and it's like okay, these are two friends who are not just there because of the conceit of Carrie, the main character. They're actually friends, too, who would want to be with each other. Right, right, yeah. Because that's the most dangerous trap, is that, like, everyone's just there for Carrie and they're not actually friends with each other. So those moments when we can see it's something deeper and more real beyond that, those moments are special. That's so true. Let's discuss the Origins podcast. Um, yes. You should probably explain what it is to people who, who don't know it. Totally. Yeah. So I listened to it pretty recently. A couple people reached out to me and were like, if you haven't heard this Origins podcast, you should. So it's an incredible podcast that's done in three parts. And basically, it's just interviewing almost every single cast member. Uh, Michael Patrick King, the executive, along with 
Aaron Starr, the executive producer who starred it. I mean, Candace Bushnell, the original writer, Pat Field, the costumer, the agent, the like every single person except for Kim Cadrall. And John Corbett. <laughs> and John Corbett. I know. Yeah. I, I really missed his presence. I felt yeah. bad. Because they were all saying such nice things about him. And I was like, can I just hear John talk? Yeah, I know. We just get that Michael Patrick King imitation, yeah. which cracked me up. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I was so riveted because I, um, I certainly have, you know, most interviews, if someone sends me an interview, be it a written interview or a podcast interview, like if it exists, chances are I've listened to it. So, and rarely, not rarely, but not always do you necessarily get so much new information. So it was so exciting to get so much new information from listening to that podcast. I think it was like so comprehensive. I don't know how there could be anything deeper than that one. It was excellent. I mean, I'm only, uh, I mean, I've done the first two and now I'm on, like I'm I'm in the middle of the third one. It's just so much information. It's, it's great. so thorough. I love it. It's, it's very almost thorough, overwhelming. Yeah. How, like just how much is there? It's a lot. Um, did you get to when Michael Patrick is imitating uh, Pat Fields? I don't think so. When she's like, I'm just saying it's Versace. Oh my God, no, I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> oh, okay. So they get to him imitating Pat Field about like the designers, especially in season six. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. Yeah, I'm definitely at the part because they haven't even delved at all into Alexander Petrovsky, who, by the way, was a favorite of mine as well. I don't know. I Ooh, really see. I I think it says a lot that I always kind of like, yeah, I kind of forget about Alexander Petrovsky. I love like, him. I never, I don't know. I was certainly, I mean, I was happy for her that she was happy. I guess what. You might have, did you feel like the other girls felt like it's like they, like they didn't really know him? Because he was kind of the guy that like you didn't really, all these other guys that Carrie had, it's like you felt like you knew them in and out. But I felt like I couldn't always get a grasp on Alexander Petrovsky, probably because he's foreign and an artist. You know what just came to me, and I feel like it might be summed up at least for me, is by the time we get to Petrovsky, Carrie is what? I mean, 38? Yeah. So by the time, so with all the other boys, we get to see all these kind of like more fun sides to Carrie. But I think Carrie just grows up is a real she functions differently by the time she gets to Petrovsky that it feels like it's not as if she has to be a part of herself. That's like not real when she's with Petrovsky, the way she is with big early on. It's just like, she's a real full fledged mature adult by that point. Yeah. So it, it feels like it works. I'm not like, he's not good for you or you're not being yourself with him. I just think she, she is that could be her that could be who she is by that point that's very true um so it just like hit different but i don't know maybe it's because i never i always knew that she was going to end up with big in the end that i can never fall super deep into petrovsky sure that makes sense that might that might be it um like i know that it's that it's not going to happen um yeah i don't know Hmm. interesting I'll yeah. be I'll be excited to see your breakdowns of those episodes. Okay. I definitely I'm gonna be excited too because I haven't 
I haven't watched some season six episodes in a while. Yeah, neither have I. But also season six isn't part of... Oh, no, no, no. That's season five. It's Burger. Yeah, Burger season five. So 6A and 6B are pretty much exclusively Alexander Petrovsky. Wait, but is Burger 6A? 6A might have some burger in it, no? I thought that post-it was five. I think you're right. Ugh, he was another one. Burger, no, Burger never does it for me. He was such a whiner. Yeah, yeah. She feels the Zaza Zoo for him, but I can't say I <laughs> ever did. Zaza <laughs> Like, I just never... I don't know. I never got into Burger. I never saw her with Burger. I never... Yeah, he was very dorky, and I didn't like that he used... I mean, no, listen, no... No, no, 6A. 6A is Burger. Oh, it is? Then mm-hmm. who's 5? David Duchovny? 5 is... Five is like half burger, half no one. Five is a mess. It's cut short. Five is five is almost burger, and they don't actually get together because he has a girlfriend, and then right. He's, I will nah. say five. Five is sometimes parts of five are sometimes hard for me to get through. It's always the fifth one. It's the least. <laughs> well, it's frankly, it's like the least fabulous. It's like. Miranda just had her baby. Carrie's wearing Juicy Couture. Yeah, Charlotte's yeah. just like, they're all wearing jeans a lot. <laughs> yeah, wait, is is Charlotte, though, with Harry at this point? Yes. She's, like, trying to get back together with Harry. They had, like, a breakup, and she's trying to get him back. Right. Oh, my God. Right? Th- that breakup scene, I mean, that, when they get back together. It's so good. That scene is really good yeah. i think that's one of charlotte's strongest moments kristen davis's strongest moments when he's like how are you and she's like not good i miss you yeah it's really good really i love good. harry yeah yeah and kristen's um, i mean her emotional availability is always i mean she can really well up at the drop of a hat like it's crazy uh yeah i agree yeah she is very good i liked when she was talking just to go back to this um origins podcast i like when she was she had a lot of great things to say. I really liked her input. She was so peppy about everything. She was really positive. And, um, <laughs> Too positive she was, for me. She, she, she was very Charlotte, I thought. She was yeah, just like, no, it was funny it, when she was like, I'm really not Charlotte because I, 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 we're just very different. And like, I was an addict and I was not looking to get married and like, blah, 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 blah. Because I was like, you are so her. There's some part of you that is her because you're peppying the room. You know? Oh, she's even peppier as Kristen than she is as Charlotte. It's just, like, really cute and fun. I don't know. I liked it. I yeah. thought it was really funny. But I liked when it she was... said that her favorite part of her favorite part of the show was when she had the whole speech of the, I've been dating since I was 15. Where is he? Yeah. Yeah. But, of course, but even, I don't know. I, I struggle. I'm like, what, what do I say? Just because I felt like, one, I didn't know that she was an addict. I thought that was really interesting. I I didn't know that either. So, it seems so polar opposite to like her image that it was very surprising yeah. to hear that like acting like saved her life is amazing. I agree. Um, she was she was just like a bit too peppy for me. I was like, okay, I'm sure she is. I think she's the sweetest, loveliest person ever. But I don't think I. I think out of everyone, I would like least likely to be friends with Kristen Davis. Like you know me. I think you can agree with that. Yeah. Well, that's be- yeah. I yeah. I totally agree. But do you think that that's also because you you would be least like you were least likely to be friends with Charlotte? Yeah, probably, maybe. 
Although like, I don't know, I don't, I can't, I can't really see me and Miranda getting along. Me and Miranda kind of operate in like alternate universes, which is kind of funny because if I'm Miranda, then how are we friends? <laughs> <laughs> like I was thinking, I was like, oh, well, I don't know, because they were all talking about how they're so different from their characters. They're really not. But they're all so similar. When they were, that really struck me too. They were talking about how they're so different from their characters, but they were talking about like. They weren't talking about fundamental character traits or like emotional habits. They were talking about like I'm married life, and single. Life moments, kids, yeah. Life moments, which is so different. That's like external character. I think internal character, they're much more closer than they think. Of course, Cynthia, of course, Cynthia got into internal life. Yeah. She was like, she was like, Miranda is very combative or confronting. Like I am much more conciliatory. Yeah, yeah. Which I totally. love, you know. I you know I rewound that clip. I'm like, did she just say conciliatory? I I heard it too, and it, they played it twice, and I was like, I just love it every time she says conciliatory. Like, I just like get off when like celebrities are smart and use like big words like that. Yeah, she's so smart. Sometimes I wonder, like, so I would def. I don't know. Would I be friends with a Miranda, or would I think they were? Would I think she was just too rigid and too like had a stick up her ass and. But I don't well, know. That's, that's me. I feel like I have a stick up my no, ass. No, you. Your heart isn't. Your heart's a bit more on your on your sleeve. At least with me, it is. Than Miranda. Yeah, I think I would be. I think I would be closer with Cynthia Nixon than with Miranda. Oh God! I hope I would be close. I mean, I don't know. I do but I like think a I would hard. Be closer with Samantha than Kim Cattrall. I would definitely be closer with Samantha than Kim Cattrall. Um... I would definitely be closer with Carrie, I think, than SJP. But I also think, actually, I don't know about that. Because there are some times when I just don't like Carrie. And I I really get, I think the, this is really so, like, white girl talking about Sex and the City. But my Miranda (laughs) comes out. Like, I feel like Shoshana on Girls right now. My Miranda comes out when Carrie is acting a fool. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, she's got to just, she's got to know what she's doing over here. But if I were to... So I don't know if I'd be friends with Carrie. I definitely think that I would not be able to tolerate Charlotte, though. Yeah, I think Charlotte would just be too much for me. Well, is there anything else that you wanted to say about the podcast? I mean, it was so much information. It's like, how can you even talk about it? But it was great. Um, I'm still listening to it, but it's so good. Is there anything that you were lacking? Is there anything that you wanted to know that they didn't tell you about? A tiny bit more of, like, the day-to-day shooting I think I wanted to know more about. Mm Mm-hmm. Just, like, really, really minute, minute details. I mean, they did get into a lot of... I mean, they got into a lot of it, but I just wanted... I mean, at this rate, I won't be satisfied unless I was, like, a fly on the wall when it actually happened. You know what I mean? Totally. So I'll always want more. Um, I thought it was really interesting that, you know, they a lot of times they didn't have rehearsal. Yeah. And by the time... But it speaks just to how talented they are as actors and how well they knew their characters, how much the writing was tailored to who they are as actors, that they got to a level where it's like, okay, you get the script, memorize your lines, and we're all getting together and filming it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure at some point it felt so habitual to them that they were like, we know what to do. Oh, right. Yeah, exactly. Like, I love, and I loved here that it got to a place where, like, you know, they can just film those diner scenes. They don't need to freaking rehearse the diner scenes. Totally, yeah. You know? And then also, too, because all four of them are just going to react so fully 
to whatever the others are giving them, it's like you never know what you're going to get on the cut. Like, they're all... I love watching the one who's not talking because they're all such good listeners and they never stop living fully and truthfully on camera for a second. Yeah. For a second. That's one thing I really love pointing out on my breakdowns is I'm like, okay, watch Samantha. Watch you or watch Cynthia listening. It's so good. Okay, now that we're now that we're segueing to your breakdowns, um Yes. Okay, we should we need to plug this first. So, Max had a TikTok account. It really garnered a lot of uh a lot of traffic. And, um, it was, it was, it was, it were, it was these breakdowns of episodes about the fashion, about the acting, about the, you know, stories behind, behind the scenes, whatever. And these little compilations that he would make and, uh, TikTok took it down because they thought that it was against like the community guidelines or whatever. And Max decided to say F that I'm going to make an Instagram instead. So it's at SATC breakdowns. Breakdowns, Correct. right? Not breakdown. I think breakdown singular. Oh, breakdown. Um, LOL S-A- that I'm not even S- sure. <laughs> SATC breakdown. Uh, breakdown singular. Yeah, break, breakdown singular. Um, and how often do you do these now? The formal um, breakdowns. I know that you well, do like little, full, you know. A full, full breakdown is maybe, let's see, March 30th and today's... April 7th. So right now I'd say like a full breakdown is once a week, maybe. Okay. okay. Um, sometimes more, sometimes less, but you get like a post every day. But what I think is important to say about it is when I say you get a post a day, that doesn't mean like just like a random picture. It's like a post is like a, we are talking about that there's like a real point to each post it's not just like look at this it's like referencing something else or like uh i'll pull uh, this outfit reminds me of this runway look or we're gonna talk about this moment or it'll be a moment a bunch of moments i'll like pick a theme so for instance um one video i just posted was called i just joked and i called it like the final word by miranda by Miranda Hobbs and it's like three different clips from total different seasons of her just like yelling at a guy in the last <laughs> like having the last word yeah it was really so there's good always, there's always a real point to it yeah um mm-hmm. and yeah. I love I it's... I mean it I enjoy it so much it brings me so much joy because I mean it's I find it very stimulating critically mm. like actual like my brain is always very while breaking it down and observing and it's I get to talk about everything that I love which is fashion acting directing film like it's it's really I've been telling people I'm like yeah it might seem silly but it actually is so fulfilling for me because I get I'm really diving deeply into all everything I love yeah that's very true it's just it really is perfect for you I don't really know why we didn't think of this before yeah, there's just it. It just works. It's it the just, it just... it's the new version of breaking down the my scene uh, webisodes that we love yeah. so much. <laughs> oh my god! Which are soon to come. Soon ones. to come. Yeah, soon to come. There's um, a project in the works. Everyone. Project in the works. Um, what are your favorite breakdowns to do? Is it more of the fashion ones? Is it more of the ones where you're going through the episodes and talking about the acting, about the behind the scenes like stories that we might not know, the writing? Um. I can't necessarily, I can't necessarily like compare it like that. Cause it's like whatever the episode 
gives me is what I give back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my favorite thing to make posts about, like picture posts, are outfits. And my favorite things to really talk about are probably related more to acting. Got it. Like, yeah. I love when I can be like, I did this thing where, like, I broke down how Kristen Davis approached a Charlotte monologue. Like, that was really fun. I love, and if the acting and also, like, the greater workings of the show. Like, huh, what is that? Why did they include that line? Or, like, did they just break the fourth wall when they're doing a montage, but then Carrie says, why are we walking so fast? Like, I love looking at it from the perspective of the writers or either, like, writer creators or an acting teacher. Yeah. God, you're so good at it. I think it's such a masterclass in both. Um, And also, too, yeah, because, you know, my senior year of college, teaching acting was something that started to interest me. And I'm like, oh, that might be something that I want to do down the line. Who knows? Mm -hmm. So this is kind of, I'm not saying this isn't an acting lesson by any means, but it's really fun for me to observe what I see and share it. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. If any of you have not um, looked at it, you really should. It it is. It really does it's bring nice. me a lot of joy every day. I look forward to it, and I think it's actually really funny. I think that your commentary is like I think that Sex and the City is funny. Like I laugh out loud at Sex and the City sometimes, but like your compilations of yourself reacting to Sex and the City is also what's great about it. <laughs> Like, you getting excited about it is, like, what is also great about it. Do you want to... I don't know if you want to... Yeah, I mean, it really does genuinely make me laugh. Yeah. No, it's great. So it's fun. Yeah. I'm I'm just actually... I'm just so touched. (laughs) But... (laughs) But no, I mean, it's exciting. It's exciting that I start... Before the whole TikTok, I started just posting these breakdowns on my story. And I'm... I, I'd be waking up in the morning after, like, doing a breakdown to not, like, two DMs, but, like, 20 DMs. Yeah. 20-plus of of people commenting, of people saying how much they love it, of people reacting back to my reactions. And I was like, okay, well, like, there's actually something here. Like, this isn't just, like, a fun thing. I'm, like, people are actually really enjoying this. So yeah. then I felt the encouragement from that to go to TikTok I was super encouraged that, I mean, it, you know, only lasted 24 hours, but in those 24 hours, when I started posting rapidly with all the same hashtags and whatever, it had like 600,000 views, this like small collection of clips. And like one video had like 200K likes in 24 hours. Yeah. So So it was resonating, which was really exciting. So, um, yeah, I was obviously really bummed that it, that it got taken down, but you know, who's to say that it's not going to pull a vine and in a, a couple months to a year, it's just going to disappear out of nowhere the way vine did. Yeah. No, that's Whereas very true. Someone said that to me. I think it was my friend Rachel or was it you? I don't know. It was not me. I, then I think it was my friend Rachel. She's like, you never know. Um, that's true. And Instagram is here forever. <laughs> Instagram ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really yeah. good. It's just so, it's just really, really funny. Um, Thank you. I'm excited I mean, it's smart to too. Going. It's not just funny. It's like it really does have great. I often, I mean, I just love hearing you talk about Sex and the City because you just know so much about it, and it's just so cool. But um, I really like when you're when you've you tell us something that we 
if we even if we've seen it so many times the clip you're like really dissecting like the exact moment you like zoom in on the person and you, I, it's just it's just smart i don't know i just think it's thank really good. you there well there's just so much there and i literally love unpacking every single possible thing like often when i'm doing a breakdown and there are like five aspects to one moment that I want to talk about. And I'm like, oh, God, no, I don't need to talk about it. I'm like, no, you actually, you do. That's why you're doing it. To literally unpack every single possible thing that there is to unpack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I just, I just did one. It felt like stupid, but I, you know, I have a really strong sense of direction and I love streets. I love New York City streets. I love maps. I love it all. So I didn't think I was going to do this, but I wanted to know, they say they're on Perry Street. I'm like, okay, where are they on Perry Street? So mm-hmm. I figured out that like she approaches Waverly on Perry, then they cross up to Waverly. You can see 7th Avenue in the back. Like I wanted to know their actual traffic pattern of where are they on the streets while they're filming. Wow. So Which is cool. like a lot. It's nerdy. I said that. I'm like, this is nerdy, but I'm going to do it. No, it's so good. People want to know i want to know the tracking of where they were I, right it's just, <laughs> i want to know their blocking but so i'm so I, glad that you're doing it for me right so if i can <laughs> if i have the joy and the joy like i love doing it to open up google maps to be on google maps while i'm watching the show simultaneously and figuring out what their traffic pattern were, was on a real street that we get to walk on like I, that brings me a ton of joy to do which is crazy but it, i just love it Stay tuned for part three, where Max talks about his dream date with Sarah Jessica Parker, some insight on Inglorious Bastards, and some more quarantine recommendations. <laughs>